Hi there, I'm Rex Bullock. I want to welcome you to Dayspring, a weekly worship service that uplifts Jesus Christ. Now, during this month, I've been talking about mothers. So important. And today, I'm going to be sharing about Mrs. Manoa. Say, your child's backsliding can break your heart. What you invested in sacrificial training can be all cut away in a moment of pleasure. But one thing hell cannot do is to break God's promises to you. This is Dayspring, the program that teaches that one of God's promises is that He will not break one promise that He's made to you from His Word. Hello, everybody. I'm Joe Alcorn, your program host for Dayspring. Today, Rex Bullock continues his theme on mothers, and the message title is Mrs. Manoa, and that's taken from Judges 13. Also today, Rex will be visiting again with Dr. Erwin Lutzer, pastor of Moody Church in Chicago, as they discuss his newest book, Seven Snares of the Enemy. Today, they target sexual sins as yet another snare. And as we open our worship service today, let's enjoy our time together as the singers lead us in a song called Awesome in this place. As I come into your presence past the gates of praise into your sanctuary till we're standing face to face I look upon your countenance I see the fullness of your and I can only bow down and say, You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba
Seven Snares of the Enemy is a book that everybody needs to read because it hits pretty close to home. Well, Rex and Dr. Erwin Lutzer are standing close right now to discuss it. Well, thank you so much, and the worship today has just been wonderful. I always looking look forward to being with uh, all of you, wherever you may be. We have uh, just returned from the Fijian Crusade. Dr. Lutzer, I've had the privilege of being in a island-wide Fiji Crusade, uh, and uh, our my co-worker was uh, Uncle Charlie from the Children's Bible Hour. We've just come back from that and uh, had a marvelous time. Today... I am uh, I'm looking at a copy of a brand new book that you have written. We've been talking about it on Dayspring this month. Part of the uh, book deals with some of the real sins that uh, I'm afraid are very pervasive today. Pornography, sexual sins, even sexual addictions. What do you have to say about this? I think in the realm of sexuality, we are more easily deceived in any other than in any other realm. And the reason is because sexuality touches us so deeply and is really almost a part of who we are, obviously. He created the male and female. And as a result of the fact that, number one, we have within our hearts this desire for fulfillment. But in addition to that, Rex, I'm convinced that we are living at a time when never before in history has there been so much stimuli. Mm. You know, it used to be pornography was behind a counter somewhere and you had to uh, you had to get it that way. Then, of course, we had television, then we had the video revolution, and now what we have, of course, is the Internet. In fact, there was a man who was preaching, I think, to about 30 men on pornography on the, inter- uh, on pornography on the Internet, and uh, a, more than 25 said that they had viewed pornography. And, of course, there are different levels here of uh, viewing, different levels of addiction, but the point is this, that we are living in a society where we stand or fall on that very issue. Because on the one hand, our sexuality has the potential to bring the greatest joy, but also the greatest devastation. Now, I know we have only a minute, but think of it this way. Here's Eve standing at the garden, and she sees the fruit of the tree, and it is beautiful. A couple of quick lessons. Number one, even though she couldn't foresee the consequences of her eating the fruit, that didn't mean that they're weren't any you know in other words uh, you can see the devastation that sin eventually brought to the world the other thing is people say you know my relationship is so beautiful mm-hmm. you know i'm in this immoral relationship but it is beautiful and you can't argue with that it feels good and it feels good eve looked at the fruit of the tree which was beautiful but even something beautiful has terrible consequences if god has said no mm-hmm. now i'm convinced that There's no easy solution to, uh, first of all, there are people listening today who need God's cleansing and forgiveness. They have to get out of relationships. Number two, I think that accountability is very important within the body of Christ. I'm convinced, Rex, that the body of Christ can heal itself. You know, just like if you have a wound on your arm, your body can heal the wound. In the very same way, God gives to the body. But we need the humility to be able to reach out for help. And then we need to practice the disciplines of the Christian life. So all of these things in the book I talk about not only pornography but sexual affairs and uh, and the whole issue of purity as it relates to our walk with God because at the end of the day it is here and nowhere else that we stand or fall and we are very vulnerable he that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall mm-hmm. and all of us must put precautions into place 
and guard our hearts with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Powerful, powerful stuff. Well, please make sure that you get your copy of Seven Snares of the Enemy. Joe Alcorn is here to tell you how that you can do that. You can do it through our 800 telephone number. Uh, You can email us, certainly can write, but I want you to get a copy of this great book. Thank you, Rex and Dr. Lutzer. Well, next week they conclude their fourth and final visit by talking about the search for pleasure. In the meantime, please jot down our mailing address so we can place in your hands this very helpful volume, Seven Snares of the Enemy, as you share a love gift with Dayspring. Here's our mailing address, Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. That's P.O. Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. For ordering by telephone, dial toll-free 1-800-783-DAYS, 1-800-783-DAYS. And now, here's today's message by Rex called Mrs. Manoa. I really believe that God is angry toward those who would destroy human life in the womb because His will for the benefit of mankind is violated. Some military genius that a nation needs may have been washed down the drain, an inventor following in the footsteps of Edison or Ford or Charles Steinmetz has been aborted. A Moody has been lost to the nation's righteousness God works through the womb, my friend. Samson's mother, the wife of Manoah, was a remarkable woman who bore a child of destiny, and she can teach us some very valuable lessons. Today, I want to talk to you about Mrs. Manoah. The first lesson that we can learn is that God is looking for a compatible, loving couple to be His agents. In this case, husband and wife were in agreement. They honored God together. Wife confided in husband what the Lord told her. Husband led wife in the spiritual direction he felt they should take. Manoah and his wife were prayer partners. It says in Judges chapter 13, verses 10 and 11, that the woman made haste and ran and showed her husband and said unto him, Behold, the man hath appeared unto me that came unto me the other day. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man and said unto him, Art thou the man that spakest unto that woman? And he said, I am. Now, God will bless any spiritual union. My mother made sure no one nor anything interfered while my father conducted daily family worship in the home. As children, we knew the presence of God. My dad had his study, as he called it, and there he sought God's guidance in the Word. It was off-limits to the children unless invited. Now, our home was heated by pipes uh, reaching registers throughout the house from the hot-air furnace in the basement, and they also served as soundtracks. (laughs) Ah, yes, my sister and I would place ourselves at a register which carried sounds from dad's study. And we knew that uh, we would not leave for church until Dad was sure he had secured from God what he called the anointing. Ah, yes. Our father was very, very careful to make sure that he had something from God. 
and he and my mother were in agreement. And God is looking for a compatible, loving couple to be his agents. Now, second, like mother, like son. God asked Mrs. Manoah to take the vows first. In fact, in Judges 13, verses 4 and 5, it says, Now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. You know, so much is determined in a mother's womb. Much of today's child abuse can be traced right back there. It's amazing to me, the unborn who have to live with alcohol or drugs or AIDS. Ah, my friend, even very early, before they're ever born, they're affected by a variety of things. Ezekiel and John the Baptist were products of holy wombs. That takes separation from the world by parents. I'm talking about Christian parents, men and women of God. So, like his mother, like son. Third, God gave to Manoah's wife confidence and authority and expectation. Mother must be the strong stake which binds that child in the first years of growth. And he shall begin to deliver Israel, says Judges 13.5. What a target! Go God's way, and God will have his way. And your children will make good. It takes two parents. And then the woman came and told her husband, verse 6 says, Dad has to take a hand. It's amazing to me how many husbands leave it all to mom. Not Manoah. It says in verse 8, Then Manoah entreated the Lord and said, O my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come again unto us and teach us what we shall do unto the child that shall be born. You know, here was a father who entered in right from before this child was ever born, wanting to know what he should do to help take care of this child. It takes two, my friend. Oh, I understand that there are many circumstances in which there is a single parent raising a child. But I very, very strongly believe that today it's still God's plan for a mother and a father to raise that child. My father was never lax in standing by my mother. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> In fact, my dad always stood together with my mother, whether it was in disciplining me, whether it was in decisions that were made in my behalf. The two stood together. Now, let me give you a fourth thing about Mrs. Manoa. Mother can't always govern the choice of the other woman. You see, every man needs two women in his life, his mother and his wife. Mother can't be wife, though some try, and wife can't be mother. The roles should be defined. Local girls didn't seem to attract Samson. His Nazarite vow seemed to cramp him, 
And like many in high places, he, uh, he kind of looked for diversion. Well, it's a story told more and more frequently among professionals. What should be off limits to our leaders? Because by any position, they're role models. Samson is a prime example. And worldly girls became his playmates. He flirted. He broke the laws that he had sworn to keep. What battle could never have been done? Women accomplished. Instinctively, it seems that uh, Samson knew he would eventually head toward Delilah. Satan exploited his weakness. The one big chink in his armor. Ah, yes. Philistine girls oohed and awed over Mr. Muscle. They worshipped Goliaths. They were sexually attracted to the physical. And so the trap was prepared. We can only guess at Samson's mother's sorrow. Judges 14, verses 1 and 2 says, And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. And he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me. You know, his political and military victories could never compensate for his mother. She had personally seen and talked with the Lord. Yet, heaven was faithful. The mercy of God was extended again and again. How much did he owe these narrow escapes to the prayers of his godly parents? To what extent would heaven allow this prodigy to waste his God-given talents on himself? There had to come a payday. And let me give you a fifth thing that we learned from Mrs. Manoah. Mother's love and prayers reach when others fail. Ah, may you and I never forget this. Perhaps Manoah's wife saw their son tumble from cheers to jeers. He who had mocked the Philistines had become the object of Philistine satire. They brought him before Dagon to make sport of him. It was the epitome of the cruel and ignominious. It was a fate worse than death. But something came back to him. There was the memory of better days. Judges 16 records it. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, O God that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Now, I want to tell you something, parents. Your child's backsliding can break your heart. What you invested in sacrificial training can be all cut away in the moment of Philistine pleasure. But one thing hell cannot do is to break God's promises to you. All that you have to do is simply remember about Samson. Chains, prison, darkness bound Mrs. Manoah's son. The odds against were so great, the collapse of Samson had shaken the nation. 
Now, this trial of faith is for so many mothers. I tell you, there are an awful lot of children that are wandering out there that have gone against godly parents' admonition. And the enemy has shackled them. They're bound by whatever chains. Ah, but like Samson, Mom, you too took a vow. You entered the Nazarite circle. It may take desperate circumstances to bring your child back, but God is your partner if you know him. And I want you to claim victory today. For those of you who have little children, who are just bringing them up, covenant with God. Make sure that you are living as you really ought to. And say, O oh God, I brought these children into the world, but not to be raised for Satan, not to just run rampant and do anything they will. I brought them into this world to be servants of the Most High God. And I'm asking you, wherever they may be today, bring them to you, and may they be your own. Ah, God is your partner. And Judges 16.30 says, And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell. I tell you, in the end, Samson did so much. Even in a very interesting state in his latter days. But God still used him. And God kept his word with Mrs. Manoah. Now, we're going to pray in just a moment. And I'm going to pray especially for you. That God will make you his loving agent. That God will give you confidence and authority that God will just do something very special for you and that you will be the kind of mother that you really want to be and ought to be. Our Father, just now, I think of the many, many, many mothers who are listening. I think of those who have children that are small or that are in those intermediate years, oh God, would you bless them as they, as they touch those lives, as they shape them and mold them? Would you give them fresh strength? Would you give them resources beyond themselves? Would you give them creativity that comes from the Holy Spirit to be the very best that they can be? And for that mother who has a child who is now on his own, perhaps not living for God, would you still help her to claim the promise that you are at work in that child's life. And like Mrs. Manoa, to hang on to that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That mother's love and prayers will reach when others fail. And we're trusting you right now to do it. And we'll give you glory and honor and praise. Amen and amen. Thank you, Rex, for that prayer. Oh, may God honor those moms who keep their families before the throne of grace and who labor to raise their children to honor and to serve God. Well, listening friend, let me just mention the book Seven Snares of the Enemy by Dr. Erwin Lutzer. It's a book that's needed to keep our Christian walk in check. Order your copy today as you contact us here at Dayspring. And our address is Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. That address again, Post Office Box 56300, 
Portland, Oregon, 97238. For faster service, you can order by our toll-free telephone number, 1-800-783-DAYS, 1-800-783-DAYS. Now on behalf of Rex, Dr. Irwin Lucer, and the entire Dayspring team, goodbye until next week at this same time on this fine station. (laughs) 